Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh. Welcome to another live Q&A. And a little message that I have for you all before we get into 2023. But I hope you all are doing well today. hope you guys are having a great uh, time of reflection to think about your new year and to really begin to close the chapter of this year. But for everyone that's joining me live, go ahead and just come on in, get your pens and papers ready, uh, get your questions ready, because I'm going to share about 10, 15 minutes, and then I'll be out you guys' way. And in this video, we're going to be talking about five things you need to leave. But for those joining me uh, on the replay, I want to welcome you all. Make sure that you like, share, all that good stuff. But let's get right into it. Um, it's important for us to close chapters. Chapters are essential. Um, chapters have within them the key components for lessons, key components for, for reflection. And 2022 for a lot of people wasn't a good year. Uh, 2022 for a lot of people was a great year, but either way, um, the chapter has to close. The reason why many people do not really get to embrace the chapters that God has already written for them, preordained for them, predestined for them to walk in is because they're still walking through the previous year. Today's a great opportunity for all of us to begin to say, you know what? I have to close this year. Even if it was a great year, I have to close it. Even if it was a bad year, I have to close it because what happens is we bring these two years or chapters too close together. And when you bring anything too close together, they begin to merge, they begin to submerge, they begin to hope. Okay, here we go. We have to create some separation between these years. I might have to drive to a better location for reception, but 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 we have to not allow these years to become so close that we forget uh, that we hinder ourselves from getting closer to whatever it is that God wants us close into. So five things we must leave in this year. Before I get into that, in order for us to leave, be ready to lift the next year. Like next year has its own concerns, has its own burdens, has its own things for us to begin to really process. And if we do not take the time um, to really leave this year and begin to lift the next year, we won't be able to be light enough and, uh, and vibrant enough to be able to handle whatever it is that God has for us in the next year. Now, here's five things that we must leave in next year or not next year. We must leave in 2022. Let me make sure we're good because I don't see anybody coming yet. I think I'm live. Let me make sure I'm live. Let me refresh. There we go. Now I see the people. There we go. What's up, Jazz? Jazz says, nice city. Thank you, fam. Unplug still the brain. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I'm live. Okay, good. Let me get, uh, there we go. Here goes some comments. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Five things we must leave in 2022. Number one, and of course, I spelled leave, L-E-A-V-E. -E. The number one thing, not number one, but the first thing that we must leave in 2022 is bad language. You have what you say. You are what you think. You are what you spill out of your mouth. We have to change our language. We have to change our vocabulary. We have to be prepared to enhance our language, to enhance our vocabulary. Are you? Are your words in alignment to the word of God that you could be saying over yourself? That's why it's important for us to meditate on the word of God because when we meditate on the word of God, we become sponges. We begin to soak up what the word of God uh, uh, will endeavor us to say because wherever you're sinking in or soaking in, you will speak exactly what you're soaking in. What do you ingest every day? What do you listen to every day? Who are you around every day? Though those things are essential. Those things can hinder your potential because if you're around negativity, you will always have negativity around you. And that's why you got to change your words. You got to leave certain vocabularies. You got to leave certain words in 2022. You got to level up your vocabulary. You got to level up your words. You got to speak positively over yourself. You can no longer speak negatively. You can no longer start um, destroying yourself with your words. What type of phrases do you, do, do you need um, to enter to the next phase? Like, what are some of the words that you're saying right now that will destroy your 2023? What are some vocabulary, some words, some phrases, some idioms, some sayings that you say every day that is actually going to destroy 2023 for you? 
I got to change my words. We got to change our words. We got to speak those things that be not as though they were. We got to begin um, to not think on things that are below, but think on things that are above. We got to get into a level or a place in our lives where we level up our words because the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Life and death. That's not some cute, cuddly phrase. That's real. Like life and death is in the power of the tongue. If the world that we're living in right now, the earth that we're walking on right now is still being sustained, the sun and the moon still being sustained, the stars still being sustained, all the different things is still being sustained off of a phrase of let there be. Imagine what is still sustaining itself in your life because of what you're letting be. What are you saying let there be to? Let there be sickness. Let there be death. Let there be loneliness. What are you, what is coming after your let there be? Like, like your words have power. The next thing that we need to leave in 2022 are bad examples and bad educators. Bad examples. Like we, we're following the wrong people, man. A lot of us got to say, you know, I can't I can't really follow that Instagram page no more. I can no longer follow that YouTube channel no more. I can no, I can no longer follow that preacher anymore. I can no longer follow these things or these examples anymore. Let me tell you why. Because whatever you are allow, whatever individuals you allow around you will determine your imagination. And your imagination will determine the images that you that you think on. And the images you think on over and over again will determine the image you portray. Who are the people around you? Who's educating you? Like, 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 who are you having around you that's destroying the image that you bear? Because whatever examples we are around will determine what we sample, will determine what we begin to have in life. The next thing that we need to leave in 2022 are bad associations. We got to leave bad associations. It's time to get out of that relationship. It's time to leave that friendship. It's time to jump ship. It's time to jump ship, get on a raft, you know, jump out the boat, put a life vest on. God is another boat your way to bring you back to harbor. Like, like get off that ship. Right now, you know good and well, if you bring that man into your 2023, you're not going to be able to have what God wants you to have. You know, if you bring that girl into 2023 for you, it will jack up your world. If you know that you bring those type of friends into your next year, your next year won't end the way you would desire for it to end. You got to let go of bad associations. You got to let go of bad people. You got to say, I no longer associate with you. We no longer relate. You hear me say this all the time, relationship, relate on ship, never get on a ship with someone you don't relate to. This is the time above all times for you to begin to reflect and begin to inspect to see what is causing you to be a defect. Now it's time to say, you know what, God, show me the people that are not my people. Show me the people that no longer needs to be in my village. God, show me all the people that does not belong in my life. And that's what we got to do and say, God, I got to relate to you more. I got to spend time with you more. God, I, subtract everything that's not going to add nothing to my life. We got to get rid of, rid of bad associations, people that don't belong in our world. The next thing that we need to get rid of or leave in 2022 are bad vibes and bad voices. Bad vibes. That's your personal vibe, too. You got to say, I got to lift my vibration. I know that's a, a, a term that people use in New Age, but but we're going to take it to in this stage. And it's, I got to increase my vibe. I got to, the joy of the Lord has to be my strength in 2023. The joy of the Lord has to be your strength in 2023. You got to say, man, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I will jump into the joy. I will enter God's joy. I will leave all bad vibes. I got to lift my vibes because if I'm going to really be who I need to be, I got to lift the vibes inside of me. I got to be more joyful this year. I'm not talking about, I mean, I'm always a joyful guy, but this is the things you got to say over yourself. I got to be more joyful. I got to be more happy. The Bible says, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. That means that is my responsibility. God made the day, but you got to make the day. Man, God made the day, but you got to make the day count. Like God made this day. And the Bible says, I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. I got to rejoice in it. I got to be able to say, man, I'm six feet above. I'm six foot two. You five foot eight above. You five foot nine above. You six foot 10 above. It's better to be six foot 10 above earth, five foot five above earth, four foot 11 above earth, than to be six feet uh, under the earth. Every day is a great day to rejoice in. Every day is an amazing day. 
because God made it for you. Even the adversity that God made or that is within your day will develop you into the person you need to be. So I got to get rid of certain vibes. I got to choose to be joyful. You have to choose to be joyful. You have to say, nah, man, I'm not going to be sad and depressed. Depression is a choice. Depression is a choice. Sadness is a choice. Like, like the Bible says, be angry, but sin not. Be sad, but sin not. Like, don't allow your sadness to affect your gladness. This day the Lord has made, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I got to change my vibes in 2023. You got to change your vibes in 2023. I don't care what's in 2023 for you. Change your vibes. Like, man, certain vibes, that, that those bad vibes, emo, and the vibrations of other people. Like, that's still your energy. You got to say, I got to remove these bad negative people around me. I love you, cuz. I love you, my sister. I love you, mama. I love you, dad. I love you, friend. But you don't got the right stuff within. I cannot rock with you because you are rocking me. You're hindering me from progressing. The next thing uh, uh, we got to get rid of or leave in 2022 are bad voices. Bad voices. Like, like man, you can't speak in my life no more. I can't allow certain voices in my life. That's self-explanatory. Last but not least, what else we need to leave in 2022? Bad exertion, like exerting, bad, exerting neg exerting energy inappropriately. Like we're, we're exerting a lot of energy. Do you know there are certain things that we have in our lives that gives us energy and there are certain things in life that takes our energy? It is our responsibility to guard our energy. You only want to mix your energy with things that will create synergy. Synergy is when combina combining energies come together to create something. You only want to be with like-minded people. You only, only, you only want to be with people that you can touch and agree with. Like, like you want to bring your energy. Some of us are exerting a lot of energy in wrong careers and, and, and stuff that God never called you to. Exerting energy in bad relationships. Exerting, exerting, exerting. And we're wondering why we're deserting, like like, like we're not uh, able to to really go after what we want, what God wants us to have. What are you? Uh, what is? Uh, what are those things in your life that's overly consuming your energy? Bad exerted. So five things that we must leave in 2022. We have to leave bad language. We have to leave uh, bad examples. We have to leave bad associations. We have to leave bad voices and vibes. We have to leave bad exertions, exerting bad energy, right? Now, how to leave these things? Of course, I'm going to give you some how-tos and I'll be done in three minutes and I'm going to ask some questions. How to leave these things behind? And like I told you, reflection is important. Reflection has become a lost art. We don't know how to reflect anymore. We don't really take the time to say, you know what? I have to close this chapter. Like I talked about in another video, God, God has to be your closure. You have to let God close these doors. Let God close this year for you. Because when you let God close this year, you will begin to see what God has enclosed. Oh, not enclosed, what God has for you the next year. Right, you have to let him close. Now, five things on how we can leave. And then I'm going to get on up out of here and ask some questions and then get up out of here. Now, how to leave. You got to look at every connection that you have. Look at it thoroughly. L-E-A-V-E. L, you got to look at every connection thoroughly. You got to say, I got to look at this relationship seriously and say, am I even benefiting from it? A lot of people have a savior's complex. So they stay in, in a relationship they don't need to stay in. You got to look at their relationship and say, man, I have to leave it. I have to look at it. How You got you to analyze. Like the NBA has analytics. You got to have it. Check, check your analytics in your life. Like Look at your analytics and be like, man, am, am I really succeeding? Are these things helping me succeed? Or are these things causing me to bleed? Like, I got to really think these things through. I got to look at it thoroughly. You got to look at your language and ask yourself, will this language help me level up or will it cause me to stay at the same level? I got to look at uh, the examples in my life thoroughly, <clears throat> examine them, analyze them. Are these people uh, good people to analyze? I got to look at my association. But like, man, I've been with this friend for three years and we ain't been nowhere. I got to look at all these different things thoroughly. Next point, you have to elevate your view of yourself. In order to leave 2022 and leave certain things behind, you got to elevate. Yeah, got to elevate the way you think. You got to change the way you think about yourself. You got to say, "Hey, man, I got to level up my thinking. 
I can no longer think of myself the same way I thought of myself. I got to elevate my thinking. I got to know that I'm a child of God. Do you understand the value of you mentally understanding that you are a child of God? Man, that changes the game. It doesn't matter who wants to be your friend. It doesn't matter who wants to be your boyfriend, girlfriend, your husband, your wife. But it doesn't matter who wants to be in your life. When you know that you are a child of God, man, nothing can stop you. Nothing. And so you got to elevate your thinking to how God sees you. You got to change the way you view yourself. Right? Because if you don't change the way you view yourself, you will still be viewing yourself how you viewed yourself in 2022. Number, uh, not number three. Yeah, number three, A, you got to make the necessary adjustments. You got to adjust some things. You got to literally make the decision to say, hey, man, I'm making the adjustments. It's, how, it's the end of this season. 2022 is over. I got to go into the off season and begin to see who do I need to let go off? Let, who do I need to let go out of my team, off my team? And who do I need to let, boy, I'm stuttering today. Who am I? Who do I need to let in on my team? V, you got to develop a vision, a, a vision for your, for your 2023. Like you got to have a vision, not division. You can't have a divided vision and expect to fulfill a vision. You got to change or have a vision for 2023. What do you envision yourself being? Where do you see yourself this day next year? December 31st, 2023, where do you see yourself? That's powerful. Where do you see yourself today, this day, 2023? Where do you see your life being? You have to have a clear vision. You got to say, I see myself wealthy. I see myself uh, with a, a, a happy family. Where do I see myself this time next year? My family's smiling or more money piling. Like, like me uh, 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 just seeing things succeeding. Like that's where I see myself. So if you cannot see December, like how you see December 31st, 2023 will determine how you handle January 1st, 2023. How you see, you got to see so far in the future so that you can say, okay, in order for me to see myself the way I see myself in 2023 on December 31st, how I see myself will determine what I got to do January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd, not to be burnt out by February 3rd, but to still keep the same mission all the way to March 3rd, all the way to April 3rd, all the way to November 3rd, all the way to December 3rd, because how you see December 31st, 2023 will determine how you handle January 1st into that day. You got to have a clear vision. Last but not least, you got to enjoy the moment, man. The moments matter. The moments is what make you. Like you got to say, man, you know what? Let's listen. This year hasn't been good. But God has been good to me. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm going to enjoy every day that comes this year. I don't want you to be so focused on that you think so much about where you see yourself by Thanksgiving or Christmas or next year. But I want you to be able to say, in order for me to have a great year, I have to have great days. In order for me to have a great year, I have to have great days. Like, I got to be able to say, all right, man, in order for me to make this year count, I got to count my days. I got to make the days count. So starting today, enjoy the Lord. I don't care if you had a bad Christmas. I don't care if, you, if, 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 if you're in a bad situation right now. Do you know your attitude can change things? Like, like the energy you give off every day. That's why, man, I, I got good vibes, man. Like, but vibes attract vibes. That's why I say, hate everybody. I love on everybody. Like, I enjoy my day. When I leave my house, I, I, I know when I leave my house and leave my spouse, man, like, I already know that God is good and that God is going to do good things for me today. And so when I change my attitude to gratitude, man, great things come into my life. So when you enjoy the day that God has made for you and enjoy the one who made the day for you, then you'll be surprised what the day has for you. And when you be like that, man, you'll be surprised what you attract in your life. So what do we need to leave in 2022? Bad language, bad examples, bad associations, bad vibes, and bad executing or exerting of energy. How to leave these different things in 2022? You got to look at every connection thoroughly. You got to elevate the way you view yourself. You have to make the necessary adjustments. You have to develop a vision for your uh, year, and you have to enjoy every single moment. Love you all. Let's get some questions. Let me see what we who we got here. Okay, here we go. Uh, thank you, Jazz. That's a nice hoodie. You can get the hoodie right now. I am unplugged.com. Unplugged still the movement. We still got it. 
T Sally says she's waving at me. Hey everyone, thank you Natasha for being here. Hello, oh hello Natasha, are y'all friends? Anita, hey my son, please let me know how my boy's doing. Listen, I know I gotta get to. I'm gonna get to them soon. Both your sons, you know, got a baby girl, so life has happened. I'm, I haven't forgot about it. Make sure you let them know. I'm still thinking about them. Uh, hello, oh y'all talking to each other, y'all friends. Amen. Uh, Antonio says, are you going to make a summary list? What do you mean by that, Antonia? Let me know what you mean by that summary list. I was going to do a worksheet on this, but 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 for those who don't know, it's my birthday, man. The family got some things planned for me. So I'm 37, man. I'm 37 years old today. Um, and and man, it's it's been a it's been a wild year, <laughs> but but it's been an amazing year. We got a baby girl out of it. <laughs> you know, we got more love out of me and my wife, and uh we've been built stronger. Uh it's been a great year, uh ministry-wise. Uh, but 37, man, I'm excited. Um, 37. Is the goal to have all of heaven on this earth for me. Whatever heaven has for me, is that's what my mission is for 37. I want everything heaven has for me in 37. Uh, I, I want to make it happen. I want to get those things together. But yeah, 37 years old today. Uh, man, it's a great, it's a great time. Um, so I was going to make a worksheet, but man, family, that's why, you know, see, I'm out, I'm outside, not outside because I still got them. That's right, Jazz. We have to go into 2023 with worship, man. Like, not just worship in regards to uh, uh, having a worship playlist, like like, like a worship life, man. Uh, uh, the Bible says, uh, I beseech you, therefore, bro brothers, Romans uh, Romans uh, 12, 1, I believe. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, uh, which is your reasonable service. Like, a living sacrifice, that's, that's my worship. Like, like, this year, God, I'm giving you my whole life this year. Like that has to be our mission. Well, we say, God, here, here am I. Here's my life. My life is going to be a fragrance to you. Like you have to ask yourself, man, if God is in your presence, is your life a fragrance or an odor, man? Like, like, does he smell the blood of the lamb on you? Does he smell the blood of the lamb working through you? Does he smell the Holy Spirit activated in you? Or does he still smell the stench of sin in you? Like we have to repent in this year and say, God, I repent for how I live this year. I repent on how I thought this year. I repent on how I handle people this year. I want to repent. I want to change my life so that my life can be in a, a fragrance, so that my life can be an aroma, a, a life that uh, my life can be an aroma that you want to be around. That 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 God that you have someone uh, who 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 is worshiping you with in spirit and in truth. Now, you know what that means? That your real worship is not your physical. It's not your physical lifting up your hands. That's not worship. Worship, that's a that's a small fraction of worship. Uh, it's the physical lifting up my hands. Another small fraction of worship is, is my words, my emotions. With like, like, what's the point of worshiping God when you only feel good? A lot of people only sing praises when things are raising in their life. Like, like, no, can you really worship God when all hell is breaking loose? Can you still worship God and still serve him effectively, still serve him at a high efficient level, even when things don't seem sufficient? Like, like, can you still worship him then? It's easy to worship God when the organ plan is easy to worship God when everything is is going well in your life. But can you sustain that worship? through trials because some of you all some of us will go through some significant trials this year some of us are going to go through some things some of us are going to have some losses some of us are going to have um some some great things and worship has to be sustained even when you're succeeding people will make a lot of money and stop worshiping god so you can't not you have to be able to say god is my heart ready for both extremes is my heart ready to still worship you even if everything's not going well, and it will I still be able to worship you at a high level when everything else is going well? That's something we got to think about. <clears throat> Jazzle says, amen, be aware of what tugs at your energy. I'm telling you, demons love to suck away energy in the most subtle ways. Everybody on Sunday, they get the um, how many hours you spent on your phone. I tell my students at school all the time. I'm like, fam, like, like if you're going to be on your phone eight hours a day, make money, <laughs> like make impact. Like when I'm on social media, my goal is to make impact. And I'm looking at stuff that's going to impact me. If you look at my Instagram thing, you see a bunch of, well, you see a bunch of babies, you see a bunch of food. That's my life right now. But you see a lot of business stuff. You see a lot of motivational stuff. I got to watch what, what, what tugs at my energy. I just can't watch and be entertained. Entertainment means enter the detained. 
Like, I got to watch what channels that I'm on because that's how demonic agendas are channeled through. That's programming me, right? So we got to be very careful with touching in. My brother's in the building. Oh, man, I missed this. Hold on. I'm going to give it to Brandon. There you go. My brother says, oh, I see you with the buttercream interior. Come on now, buttercream. That buttercream interior. Come on now. 2022 was good for you, boy. <clears throat> There's a lot of good things happening in 2022. And man, I know some stuff we went through in 2022. But we made it through. And that's what you got to assess. If you're listening to me right now, you survived. You survived 2022. You survived 2021. You survived 2020. Now it's 2023. Instead of worrying about what died off this year, be thankful you ain't die this year. A lot of people didn't make it here. A lot of people are, are not going to make it in 2023. Man, I'm telling you, you got to be thankful. Good to see you, my brother. We got to catch up soon, man. Marilyn says, amen. Mary says, <clears throat> right, here we go. Hello, so I recently quit my job with no backup plan after being there for only one month due to not getting enough hours, and I regret it deeply. Any encouragement? Well, we all make mistakes, and, and there's a lot of people hiring. You see what I'm saying? And so even though you made mistakes, the number one thing you should never do is to mismanage your emotions through mistakes. You got to learn how to manage your emotions through mistakes, and that's through optimism. Optimism creates opportunities. Right. Like if you plan, if you're willing to learn from it, then you can earn from it. Like we've all made decisions where we regret. But God is his grace is sufficient. His mercy is everlasting. Right? You know what I'm saying? And so God will begin to guide you out of this. Now, today, what I need you to do is to write down what you can learn from the situation and how you can earn from the situation. Right. Also, I want you to begin to start managing your emotions. I want you to look at your emotions. Okay, what emotions are raging right now? Because a lot of us who struggle with perfectionism, you know, when, when we go through certain situations like that, we beat ourselves up. You cannot beat yourself up on something that God has already been beaten for. Don't beat yourself up for something that Jesus was already beaten for. He was beaten up for that, this mistake right now, and which means he gave you his Holy Spirit. His GPS is God's positioning spirit, God's positioning system. Now, when you say system, because he's not a system, God's positioning spirit, like his spirit, to guide you even when you need to be rerouted. The beautiful thing about mistakes, you can make a bad turn, but when you got the GPS in you, it will reroute you and get you out of it. So I encourage you today to say, you know what? I made a mistake, but I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm not going to cry too long about it. I'm going to make the adjustment. And this is life. That means, you know what? I'm going to go out there and, 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 and find something else. But before I find another job, I got to get rid of anything that's going to hinder me from catching the lob the next time. I got to look at myself and be like, you know what? There's something in me that makes these type of decisions. Why did I quit? Like we can, we can't, we got to stop quitting jobs or leaving places because of people in those places. There was 12 spies that went out um, to look at a piece of land in the Bible. 10 came out and said, we are grasshoppers in their eyes. Joshua and Caleb came back and says, there are grasshoppers in our eyes. How you see things will determine how you navigate things. A lot of the places and the jobs that we are in or have experienced or, or may not, you're not going to get your dream job out the back. But there are certain things in the job that makes you the person you need to be to, to, to enjoy the dream job. So you got to start examining, why do I have a quitter's mentality? Why did I quit? You have to examine that. Why did I quit? What in me is a quitter? Like, just because there's people in that job that you don't like, learn how to let that develop patience in you. So I encourage you by saying this, don't beat yourself up over something that God has been beaten up for already. Embrace the Holy Spirit's guidance. Take some reflection right now to examine what in me is causing me to quit. And then just enjoy the day. Like Do something fun and say, you know what? I'm going to look for a job and God, thank you for forgiving me and we out. Okay, I already did by going through the five points. Okay, gotcha. Thank you so much. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 37, trying to get all of heaven in this year. Man, not all of heaven. Can't do that. You know, that's things that God's going to release year by year. But I'm saying all of all of what heaven has for me in 37, that's what I want. All of what heaven wants for me in 37. So thank y'all so much for the birthday wishes, man. I appreciate you. 
Right. My brother says, hey, coach, my wife and I are expecting a baby boy soon. How do I prepare to be a father? Great question. Great question, man. Uh, for those who don't know, I became a father this year. Uh, and one thing that helps sustains my perspective as I'm navigating the different milestones my baby is going through is to allow myself to be fathered. Some of us grew up without a father present, but we have a father that's present. I have to release all tension, release all insecurities. You have to release all insecurities and allow the heavenly father to father you. How does, what does that look like? Realizing that you are going to be, you, it's going to be hard for you to be the father your boy needs if you don't allow yourself to be a, 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 a child of God. Meaning that God has to be your example. One thing, when I found that my wife was uh, conceived, my wife was crying all of excitement. She got on the phone with everybody, FaceTiming. I had to go off into another room. I said, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I said, it's real now. And I had a moment, emotional moment, because I was like, man, God, uh, uh, I started, like, man, I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. And, 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 and especially when I found out she was a girl, I said, man, I'm going to be her whole world. And I have to make sure that I guide this young girl into, into what it means. And God had to grip me because I was like, man, God, will I measure up? He says, man, of course you're not going to measure up. You're imperfect. You're not. But if you if you allow me to be the full measuring you, then you will find yourself in those moments. Uh, uh, the father you need to be. So how to prepare to be a father? Be father. Number one, let God father you. And what I mean by that is go and vent to him. Do you know how many drives I had to take to say, God, and get clean out of me this, uh, this, 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 this stuff out of me. Make sure there's nothing in me that's going to hinder my daughter from being who she needs to be, right? Let him father you because when you go to him and confess sins or confess frustrations, then the supernatural presence of the Holy Spirit will begin to burn off of you negative emotions you have about fatherhood, insecurities you might have about fatherhood, right? And then, and then now, after you allow him to father you, then you have to determine what type of example you must be. Then when you begin to say, okay, what example must I be? Then you, then you start making changes inside of you. Then you'll begin to say, okay, I can't eat like this no more. I can't think like this no more. I can't live like this no more. I got to make changes because I'm living for somebody. Like my mentality has shifted. Like I want to see my, my kids' kids. So that means I can't just be going to Waffle House. I just can't go to Bojangles anymore. I just can't. Like, I just can't do it. So how to prepare to be a father? Number one, you have to be fathered. You got to go to God and vent, and vent often. Talk to him often. Because you will begin to see the supernatural sufficiency of God making you the dad you need to be. Next, you got to understand, I got to begin to scale my life back. Like, like, I just can't be uh, selfishly ambitious. I'd rather lose a lot of money being a father than losing my family pursuing money. So that means my perspective has to be, it doesn't matter how much she inconveniences me, I'm going to be inconvenienced. Because I, I'd rather be inconvenienced now and putting joy in her and putting proper self-esteem in her than to be inconvenienced when she's trapped in sins, than to be inconvenienced when I got to go to hospitals and get her. I got to go to the trap house and get her. I got to go to the strip uh, uh, strip uh, club to get her. Or I got to go and, and put some holes in, in this guy <laughs> because she's with the wrong guy. I'd rather be inconvenienced now as a husband and as a father than to be inconvenienced later. <laughs> Hope that helped, my friend, because um, I'm in the middle of it right now. But but be fathered by God. Enjoy the process, man. I'm enjoying. I'm I'm man. Now my baby girl, she's uh she's talking to us now, not with words, but baby talk. She's interrupting our talk. So anytime me and my wife talking, she wants to contribute to the conversation, man. It's a joy. She's getting big on us, man. Uh, I'm enjoying the moment because when you enjoy the moments, you'll see what means the most in every moment. Hope to help, fam. Thank you, Lanita. Thank. You. Please, I don't want them young men to think that I forgot about them at all. Please, I don't want them to think about that. <clears throat> Thank you, Natasha. Thank you. Thank you all so much for the happy birthdays. And y'all know I'm about to give me a yellow cake. You Listen, 
Amen. I know. We know. That yellow cake with chocolate icing is today. My wife got the smaller cake, though. I told my wife, hey, to sustain, I gained some weight, man, because I ain't gained that much weight, but I gained some weight, man, because it's hard to get, it's hard to navigate Thanksgiving, man. It's hard to navigate Christmas, man. It's hard to navigate New Year's, man. And so, and plus I was a new dad this year, and so gained some weight, but but Slim Rev is coming back. But that yellow cake and chocolate, that yellow cake with chocolate icing, it is what it is right now, fam. We, we about to get it in. Thank y'all so much, man. I appreciate y'all, man. All the love, man. Thank y'all so much. Positive mindsets, man. It's important. We got to have a positive mindset, man. This is the day that the Lord has made, man. I rejoice and be glad. And that's a mindset. <clears throat> no matter what comes my way, God will make a way. Mindset. Uh, I only think on things that are above so I can rise above. Mindset. Wherever your mind is sitting right now, your life will sit beside it. Right now, you're sitting right beside your mindset. Right now, you are sitting beside your mindset right now. Your life is sitting beside your mindset. Uh, and wherever your mindset is, that's where your life is sitting. And so we have to stay positive. Optimism creates opportunities. We got to stay positive, man. There's two sides of it. I heard the young, uh, the, uh, a guy that I listen to now on, on money and stuff right now is Myron Golden, man. And one thing he said was, he said, man, have you ever seen a one-sided piece of bread? Have you ever seen a one-sided sheet of paper? You never seen a one-sided. So if there's if you're going through negativity right now, look on the other side of that and see the positivity. Your mother's birthday, you do tell mama I say happy birthday. Happy birthday, mama. We birthday twins. You know what I mean? It's a good birthday. Uh, well, there's some bad things about this birthday. <clears throat> I ain't know that really no bad things about this birthday. Um, but but what I mean by that is like, you know, this is the first birthday. I don't, I'm not going to church. That's good. No, nope. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> but keep it a buck, man. When you're a preacher, man, minister, man, you get tired of going to church. Not that you get tired of going to church for what church provides, man, but everybody want to pull on you. <clears throat> so, man, this is going to be a great, I have a night where I can really just reflect on the goodness of God. You see what I'm saying? And what I want for next year, man. Thank y'all so much. I don't see any questions. Oh, here the questions. Now let's scroll all the way down. Thank you so much, Lita. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, man, that guy just fell. Mm. Got to be careful, my boy. Got to be careful. T-Sound says, drive and land your flesh and hope and walk in the spirit. That's right, y'all. Y'all encourage each other. What's going on, my brother? My sister, Jesus took our sins. All right, here we go. <clears throat> How do I deal with racism at workplace? Hold on. <clears throat> Excuse me. How do I deal with racism at the workplace? I'm a young female ever since a little over 2022. Let me see if we had a part two to that. Oh, that's just took the wheel. Listen, man, racism, first off, when a person is racist, that's an insecurity. You must love my shade of skin. You must love my blackness. You must love my lightness. You must love my whiteness. Whatever it is, because black people be racist too. No matter what racism it is, you got to look at it as flattery. You're racist. Like, the racism cannot affect promotion. Let me tell you something. You can be racist to me all day. You can be whatever to me all day. Ain't nothing under the sun that can, that can hinder me from being uh, promoted. So you can be like, listen, if you want to be racist to me, if you want to be mad at me, if you want to be conniving, if you want to be, do you know that you're going to have to watch me eat at the table that God is preparing before you? So all you got to do is keep your joy. Like the, the moment you allow any demonic, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You're not wrestling against that person. You're wrestling against the racism in that person. And so when you understand that there's a spirit in that person, an indoctrinating mindset in that person, you got to look at it like, man, you love me. You want to be me. You want to you wanna be my shade of color. You want to be me. And when you understand that, then you can still walk lovingly. Like, like, like it don't matter who, like, it don't, it don't matter where I am. When people don't speak to me, when I speak to them, I, I keep it moving. I do not allow somebody's negativity to affect my positivity or affect my money or affect my family. Ain't. So how do you deal with racism? You don't deal with the racism. Racism has already been dealt with on the cross. 
You don't deal with racism. That has already been dealt with. What you do is you keep making deals in joy. You keep being happy. You keep being loving because your loving, that better emotion will, will, will help <clears throat> bring the motion to erase all that commotion of racism in that person. Or if not, they're going to they're going to have to be the one to watch you get promoted. But if you start dealing with the racism or acting extra towards that person to try to convince them not to be racist or try to prove to them that you're worth being loved. No, because no matter what you do, they ain't going to like you. And if they don't like you, keep being like you, <laughs> because maybe being like you may make them one day be like you in a loving way. So don't make deals with racism. Racism has already been dealt with on the cross. I don't make deals with something that's already been dealt with by God. I keep it moving. I don't got time to make deals with demons. I don't got time to, because demons will drain your energy. Demons will use that racism to drain your, your energy to, 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 to uh, uh, affect your focus on the job. And it, then it becomes a weight. Oh, now you're giving that racism spirit of power. Never make demons feel that they can that they can affect you. Don't give them that luxury. What I mean by that is this: I never, if I see a demon operative operating in a person, I never give that person the idea or the demon the idea that they can now use their ideology of racism against me. I keep walking in love. I keep, but don't give them your attention. What you do is this: how you do you? This is how you deal with them on the job. Hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing well. Keep moving. If you got to work with them on a project, work with them on a project. But keep being loving. And if you know that you got to go into a place where the person is racist, you got to make sure you erase this from the racist. What I mean by this, you got to erase all thoughts towards that person negatively. You got to erase all the negative emotions from it. You got to begin um, to, to enjoy who God is to you and the promotion he's giving you. But I promise you, if that person stays racist long enough, they're going to have you, they're going to have to watch you eat your lobster tail. They're going to have to watch you eat your steak and potatoes. They're going to have to watch the table that God's prepared for you and let God prepare it for you. Because maybe the preparation of the table might be the very thing that may bring them to the table to repent towards you. And, be, and you brought your brother and sister into the fold. But don't let that stuff bother you, man. Because racism, man, you must want to be me, fam. That's cool. You you want this chocolate skin? You 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 know what I'm saying? You want to jump like me? <laughs> you want to you want to rock like me? You want to you want to you want to you want to do what I do? And it's not not just racism, it's envy, jealousy of all types. You just want to beat me, fam, and that's cool. But I don't got time leaving me to see how I can get you, you know, to understand me. I don't got time. That's too much energy. Chelsea, man, I hope I said your name right. Chelicia, any tips on how to fully trust God? Great question. You, number one way to trust God is to track his uh, his, uh, his track record. You got to track how faithfully he has been to you. Get a journal, get a sheet of paper right now and write down all the ways God has came through for you. Write down all the ways God has been good to you. Write down all the ways he has been to you, been good to you. That sustains your trust. Number two, you got to examine what type of trust you have towards him. You got to ask yourself, Am I or do I only trust God? Is my trust on God based upon how often He brings good and big things in my life? That's a bad form of trust. Like you just can't start trusting God, God, or giving God ultimatum, like I'll trust you if you bring this into my life. No, no, trust has to be in there because you have to understand trials, you have to understand uh, a test, you have to understand certain things so that you'll understand what those things produce. The Bible says, Count all joy. The number one way to trust God is you got to have joy and joy comes from perspective. You got to begin to change the way you see your life, change the way you see what you're going through. You got to develop the right perspective. You got to say, I, I trust God because I know God is my joy. Like I know that this is going to help me. I have to count it all joy. The Bible says count it all joy. Try everything. I count it all joy. I, no matter who you lose, what you lose, what happens to you, count it all joy because it is going to be used to help you become the person you need to be. Number one is you got to find the joy of the Lord because that's the only way you're going to be strengthened. You find joy in God by realizing God has been good to you and that he is trustworthy. The Bible says count all joy when you go through various trials. You got to know what trials do. So the trials, when you go through various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith, that your faith has to develop. 
you trust God because you understand like you'll trust a trainer. <clears throat> the best way to trust a trainer or someone that's successful is to see their success. So if, if, like I told my students, I said, if someone pulled up to the school in a Rolls Royce, came out in a two, in a suit, came out here looking like money, they come into this room and talk economics, you're going to listen to them. Because you're going to be like, hey, I want that. I want, a, I want a life like that. You will listen to them because you see how they pulled up. You see how they live. Oh, if you see a successful marriage, 40, 50 years, and you be like, man, his wife is still smiling. Her his, his, her, her husband is still all up on her. You know what I'm saying? Paul Paul's still rolling up behind her, right? You're going to listen to what they got to say because you see the track record. Same thing with God. I track God's track record. How has God been good to me? You just don't track about, you don't track God's goodness based upon how good the good was. You track God's goodness, even how good he was, even in the bad and how the bad was actually good for you. Actually, how the bad was more good for you than the good you thought was good to you. Because all the things that we think is good to us, we don't even know what good is. We have a false understanding of what good is. We think that good is always good. Sometimes bad is good. And what we see as bad is actually good. Adversity is actually the best thing you can go through. It's adversity because adversity adds to the verse. It adds to the verses. It adds to your life. It adds. It adds so that when you in adverse situation or it adds to you so that when you are in a versus and when you're versing or conversing or whatever it is with something, then you're actually strong enough to actually defeat it. And so you got to track God's track record so you can build the joy. Then you got to have to change your perspective on trials and that trials will help you last a while. You have to understand that you have to have the right amount of faith to be able to lift certain things. And then when you have the faith, then you know what patience does. Then you can trust God because you realize it's just not my time yet. Like patience does wonders, man. In order for me to be patient, I have to be a patient. I have to be a person that God worked on me. I see why I'm not a millionaire yet. Last year, I saw, I see why I'm not a millionaire yet. I got to change the way I manage certain aspects of money. I got to change the way I think about money. Like, like I see why I could be patient now and like let God do surgery on me as a patient so my mindset and mentality can increase to the level of increase that I want in my life. So now I can trust God now because I understand why I have to go through this trial. Like this is it's creating more patience in me. And why does this thing create patience in me? Because the Bible says, count all joy, go through various trials. The only thing that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. And when patience has had its perfect work, you will be uh, perfect, complete, lacking nothing. The word perfect there means whole. You will be whole enough to hold. You will be complete enough in Christ to actually complement something and that you will be uh, uh, in a place where you're always confident because you know you lack nothing. Like you can have $5 in your pocket right now and lack nothing. Do you know how many people, when, uh, not this year, but plenty of times where I had no money or when I uh, left my wallet or whatever it is, that God was still able, I lack nothing? I'm in full connection to my full source. That's a mindset. That no matter where I go, I lack nothing. No matter where you go, you lack nothing. You don't. You loneliness is a false uh, uh, perception of the of your reality. Right now, I lack no relationship. I lack no relationship. What well, it don't matter if my wife and daughter is is five miles from me right now. I lack no relationship, so I should never feel alone anytime because I lack nothing. It doesn't matter. I have ten dollars in my pocket. God's grace and mercy will help me not lack nothing. Then God will say, okay, and so you can continuously be in a place of lacking nothing. You got to see why you're lacking something and change the mentality. So you, you develop your trust in God by finding your joy in him, by tracking his track record, changing your understanding of what trials do, learning the benefits of being patient and trusting God in the valley. Be strongly, uh, uh, be as joyful on the mount in the valley as you were, was on the mountaintops. Hope to help. But type in trust and Joshua as and I have some other videos on that. Thank you, Monique Love. We appreciate you. Thank you for the happy birthdays. T Side says, I'm gonna go into about an hour because they, they told me I had to leave. I was gonna do this video anyway, but they, they're preparing they're preparing a, a, a plate for me. <laughs> they're preparing a cake for me. They're preparing some things for me. I heard on the menu shrimp and grits today. I heard that's on the menu. Now the shrimp and grits. I'm telling you. It's a southern delicacy, man. But, 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 but man, I, yeah, anyway, shrimp and grits. 
some chicken wings, something light, and I'm gonna go into the house, man, and, and, and reflect. I'm gonna go to the gym if the gym open, but I'm gonna I'm go and reflect, man. And, uh, anyway, T Town says, I've been through emotional, I've been through emotional, uh, I've been through an emotional stuff at my job currently, but I actually talked to God and spoke the scripture, and then from that lesson, God opened my eyes to see lesson. My feeling said that I want to quit. Oh, I see what you say. Okay, said, hold on, hold on. You know how many jobs, not how many jobs, but there was uh, the YMCA. There was a time in my when I was working at the YMCA, I didn't want to work there no more. I was going to work at Movement Mortgage. I was going to try to go and be like this uh, cultural culture coach where, you know, I can help change the culture at jobs, like be that person that people talk to, you know, that kind of stuff. And then God said, stay at the job. Stay at the job. I said, man, I don't even want to be here, man. I got this hookup. Whoop, whoop, this person will give me that, you know, stay there. But he says, change your temperament this job. Do not allow the job to affect your temperament. Allow your, your job to be affected by your temperament. What I mean by this is this. I do not allow my environment to affect my environment internally. What I mean by this is this. I set the tone. I do not allow anything to ring a tone in me. Meaning this. No matter what happens at my job right now, I'm the vibe. Mr. Anzi vibe at the school I work at. Mr. Anzi's a vibe. As soon as I come in, like people get mad when they they be looking out the window, and they'll be seeing me drive off. And then when I come back, they'll be mad at me. Why'd you leave? What you mean why I leave? Like people be all obsessive and possessive because they're like, man, like, when you leave, I we can feel that you've left. Like 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 who do I talk to? If something happens, I'm an insurance policy. <laughs> you know, you don't really use your car insurance. You're in a car accident. I'm these kids insurance policy. They're going to be like, how do you not know I was going to have a bad moment in English? How do you not know I was going to have a bad moment in math? I didn't know. I just went to go get me some grits at a restaurant. I just went to go get me a, a breakfast. I was coming back, but but they get upset when you leave because the, the sheer thought of you being there gives them some joy of being there. I got guys on the basketball team right now. They love when I come to the gym. Like, like they, 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 Mr. Edge, what I'm saying is, I do not allow my environment to affect my vibe. I allow my vibe to affect my, affect my environment. I do not become a product of my environments. I want my environments to be a product of me. And if you're a product of me, then you're a product of the God in me because he's the one that's exuding out of me a joy that's been released because the mental settings have been set on a clear understanding of how good God has been to me and how faithful God has been to me and that the joy of the Lord is my strength. So since my mind has been set on that, then it releases the energy, the vibes for people to vibe with. So even at the job you hate right now, be the vibe. Because you don't know that God has you at that job because that job is, the, is in the proximity of your next promotion. Listen, when I was at the YMCA, man, I didn't know that a regular attendee was going to be an assistant principal at a school. At that point, I didn't even know that God was going to open schools up to me. Listen, a big portion of my ministry eight years ago had nothing to do with schools. So if I would have stayed in the mindset of the way my ministry was back then, I would have been a traveling preacher now. I would have been having concerts now. I would have been stuck on that. But because God has schools for me, God had to put me in a proximity of the person that's going to promote me. Do you know God has to use, hear me when I say this, he doesn't have to. Because God can use a bird to promote you. God can use an ant to promote you. So hear what I'm saying. But God, 98% of the time, uses people to promote you. So you have to be, you have to have good people skills. You got to have a poise about you. You got to have a patience about you for you to be promoted. So I didn't know that God would put me downtown Charlotte in a place where this young lady who who who, who frequents the gym was going to come every Wednesday and Thursday into the gym. And as she came in every Wednesday and Thursday to the gym, she said, there's something about you. You're always smiling. There's something about the energy you give that my students need. And she was like, OK, uh, or have you thought about uh, another job? opportunity?" And I said, you know, yeah, sure. What would you have? And she was like, uh, do you have a, a college degree? And I told her, I said, I don't have a college degree. She said, the job requires you to have a bachelor's degree. I said, man, all I have is a hospital diploma. She said, I'll call you back tomorrow. She calls me back tomorrow and says, she talked to the principal and said, all you have to have is a high school diploma. So it doesn't matter how you know, what your practices was in a previous moment in life. Promotion don't got nothing to do with no paper from no college. Promotion don't got nothing to do with who you know or what you know. Promotion don't got nothing, no, nothing, nothing to do with your deltas and your sigma fives and your AKAs. Promotion don't got nothing to do with that when it comes from God. 
when God wants you promoted, it doesn't matter what degree you have or don't have. It doesn't matter who your affiliations are or don't or you don't have. God will promote you. You got to hold on. You got to stay in pocket. If you want to lock it, like you want to lock in on what God has. And next thing you know, man, I've been in the school system for eight, nine years now. So what? And then come to find out, she left two months after I got hired. Like, how do you go from being my assistant principal and then get promoted? So you mean God's time was so perfect that within that four to five month window, God got me the job, even though when she had left, she left two months later after I got hired. So what I'm trying to say is, hold on, my friend. She says, thank God for the word of God that is a reflection of our spirit, which the whole whole we uh, handle and respond to sustain. God is faithful. I got five minutes. I gotta go. I ain't got no. I don't got no um, text message saying the cake ready, or the shrimp and grits ready. But either way, Vanessa says, "Hey, coach, how can I be more bold and confident in my day to day life?" Great question. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. Hey, coach, how can I be more bold and confident in my day to day life? Well, boldness comes from holdness. H o l d n e s s. I'm bold because who has a hold of my life. Our confidence is affected by what we trust in the most. If you look at the word confidence, right? The word, the, one, of the, 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 one of the words in it is confide. Confide by definition is trust. You only confide in something or someone you trust, right? And so we trust our accolades. We trust our accomplishments. We, are, we trust people, our associates, associations, and so that determines our confidence. And when those things have a dent in it, it affects our confidence. Our confidence. It, the density of it affects our confidence. There we go. If it like there's nothing on this planet more dense than God. There's nothing on this planet more dense than God. God's density, God's uh, 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 essence is so dense, is so potent that we can't help but be confident. So what happens is if my confidence is in some other density and when it's diluted from its density and it's proven not to be as dense as it once was, then we lose confidence. We lose uh, uh, yeah, confidence. But when we confide more or trust more in the most dense power source of all time, then we'll never lose confidence. His buoyancy, you will never sink. You'll, you'll, you'll be so... And caught up in his density, man, then, 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 then you, there will be no dents in you. Like, there will be no issues with you, right? And so you got to trust in the one who's holding you for you to be bold because you have to be bold to see things unfold. But it won't happen until you let God be the one that holds you. Like, you got to be able to say, God, I need you to hold this area in my life. God, sustain me. You got to start investing more in the relationship with God like, like, and, and begin to examine what areas that you have no confidence in and then start confiding more of that in him. Talking like my confidence as a father, I mean, you could almost imagine the, 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 the insecurities and the things that I dealt with, with the ideas of, especially with a girl. But I have to realize the same God that was there before I was born and that was here now is the same God that's going to be the same density I need, the same potency I need in moments of insecurity when it comes to being a father. Then I can trust. Then I can be bold as a father. I can be bold as a husband because my father holds me. But we have to allow ourselves to be held. We got to be, we got, we got to let go of certain things. We got to say, hey man, I can no longer hold this anymore. I can't hold my image up anymore. I can't hold uh, uh, this area up anymore because I'm not strong enough to hold that area. And if you can't hold that area, you won't be bold in that area. But if you trust that God holds you in every area, you'll be bold in every place. And then when you're bold in every place, you'll begin to see how God begins to unfold things in every place. So you got to start renewing your mind on the density of God and how potent he is and how, how he has all <clears throat> the nutrients you need for every situation, has all the ingredients you need for every situation, that he's the one that sustains you, that you'll begin to find the supernatural boldness of God in every situation. But it all boils, boils down to who or what you confide in the most. And you got to build your trust in him. 
Proverbs 3, uh, 3 through 5, I think would be a good benefit, a good scripture to meditate on, my friend. That's right. There's always an assignment attached to each job God provides. Always an assignment. And sometimes you being at that job has nothing to do about you, but but, but that coworker. I'm telling you, I've been at jobs where it had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with me. I was more of a blessing than it was a blessing to me. Right now, the job I'm at right now is really training, and for what training I don't know. But one thing I know, I'm not going to exit the training because you, before every promotion, before every job is training. <laughs> So if you skip the training, you skip the opportunity. But every assignment, every job has an assignment. You have to trust God's assignment in every job. Let me see how many questions I have left. Man, I know y'all miss these live Q&As, man. I miss them too. But, you know, I'm going to do more car Q&As pretty soon. Ah, oh, it's been an hour, y'all. Let me see if my wife, give me one second, I'll be right back. I'm going to see if my wife text me. last lift in wife said i got another hour left um but i don't know when she took that text though either way she might be watching and tony says i honestly pray let me get some more light in here getting a little dark i honestly pray that my husband takes up his relationship with god more seriously so that he could lead my daughter into the years to come a praying wife can affect the life of any husband i'm telling you Keep praying and don't beat yourself up, man, because when you talk to God and when you begin to spend time with God, God will show you the way to love him because love covers a multitude of sin. You'll begin to love him through this this season of his life, because when you're when you become uh, a sweet spirit, and we're not talking about you just be disrespected. Right now, if you are in a situation where the husband is um, where the husband is, um, it's like kind of getting distracted. If you with a husband that's just abusive and stuff, then you just got to, you know, God will be that father for your daughter. But if you have a good man, but he just don't have a good plan or he just not, you know, just not where he needs to be, man, continue to be a good woman to him and, and, and love on him. And you'll be surprised how he levels up from that love. I got to go. Y'all feel my spirit. I better check out. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's time to go. When spirit says time to go, it's time to go. Thank y'all so much for watching. I pray y'all was blessed by it. Um, thank y'all so much for the birthday wishes, man. Uh, make sure you check the front of the video about the five things we need to leave in 2022 and the five and how to leave those things in this year. I pray you all have an amazing evening of reflection. Be safe out there. Um, sometimes the safest place is home. And for some of y'all, the safest place is not home. But either way, make your home inside a, God, a place where God can dwell. And he'll help you navigate no matter what the hell is. Uh, he'll, he'll he'll be your dwelling place for no matter what you face. Thank y'all so much for the birthday wishes. I appreciate that. Um, man, thank y'all for the love and support this year. I'm excited about serving you all year 37. And I uh, can't wait to pull more wisdom from heaven uh, and, and to really feed you all this year. Thank y'all so much for all the giving, all the support y'all did this year. I really appreciate my family and I does. We appreciate all the giving, the support, and all that good stuff. Uh Books and card games, description box below. Uh, website, IamUnplugged.com. I don't know if this, this works. Yeah, IamUnplugged.com. Um, check out my website, like my latest book, Facts with Feelings. If you're struggling with uh, uh, bad feelings and you want to find the facts behind them so that you get back to fulfilling your purpose in life, this book, Facts Over Feelings, would be a great book for you. If you're struggling with a wholeness, you're like, hey, I want to hold things better, but I have to be held better. I have to be whole. This book, The Holy Trinity, will help you really process that. Also, have a card game that you can get with it. It's a fun way to think about wholeness. It's a great card game. The first person to spell whole wins, but you have to do certain activities in order to be whole. In order to let go of that card, you got to uh, uh, answer a question and do an activity. Fun, fun card game there. Uh, if you're struggling with uh, understanding your singleness, this book, The Purpose of Singleness, would be a great resource for you. 
It's a book to help you really begin to see the value and the purpose of your single so you can maximize it so that you can be able to enjoy the life that you desire to have going forward. If you're dating someone right now, you want to make sure you guys on the same sentence in the same paragraph on the same page in the same book. This book right here will help you. Dating Prep will be a good book to help you really begin to see if you guys uh, believe the same thing. How can two walk together if they agree? Also, if you're single, you're looking for a book to see if you're ready to be date, to be dateable uh, uh, for someone. This book right here will be a great book to help you date God, date yourself, become dateable. I'm actually working on a part two of this book in card games. I also got a card game that goes with it as well. If you're struggling with who's in front of you and you want to understand, better understand the will of God for your life, this book, Counterfeit a Counterpart, How to Discern the Will of God in Your Life. This is a great book right here. It helps you understand how God confirms things. It helps you begin to process how God communicates. It begins to help you understand uh, what is it in front of you. It's a counterfeit. A counterfeit is anything you try to force fit in your life. A counterpart is something that plays a part in your life. Great book there. This book, The Purpose of Freedom, is a book on soul ties and strongholds. This book helps you untie soul ties and uproot strongholds. Great book there. World War Me is a great book on spiritual warfare and how to better understand the whole armor of God. Great book here. If you have a young person that you want them to better understand why they were created and why they're here, this book, as he says, ASEANs for the students I serve. Racist comment real quick. See, so I can see. As he says, as the students I serve wrote this book for my public school. I'm working on a, a Christian version. I wrote this for the public school system. But it's a lot of proverbial stuff. If you know the word, the word is in there. You'll be able to recognize the word of God in there. We also have merch. Uh, like if you want uh, these type of shirts as well as the shirts that I have, this hoodie right now, the Unplugged hoodie. The Unplugged movement still here, man. Uh, get your shirts, all that kind of stuff. If you want to support what we do, you want to give, uh, you can also do it on my website right now, imunplugged.com. Links in the description box below. I love you all. Thank you all so much for rocking with me. Um, share this with somebody that you care about. Like, comment, all that good stuff. i catch you all next year. Love you all. Peace.